Welcome back to Proactive. I'm joined on the line now by Bill Morgan, who is the CFO of Anglo-Asian Mining. And Bill, you're coming to us directly from Azerbaijan, and it's the first time in almost a year that we've had anybody on from the company. So perhaps you'd like to start by giving us a bit of an update about how things have been getting on. Okay, well, good morning, Tom, and nice to uh, say hello, and nice to be back on Proactive after a very long time. Things are going very well here. Uh, Azerbaijan is booming at the moment on the back of high energy prices, and it's a very exciting time to be working for the business as we move into the next phase of its development. We've had a very busy week in terms of RNSs this week. We've issued four RNSs in four days, which I think is probably a record for us. And I thought it was probably now a very good time to uh, update our shareholders and other interested parties on what uh, on what we're doing. Well. Obviously, we've been very busy. Uh, we're building two new underground mines this year and upgrading our plant facilities. We're also continuing with our uh, exploration program. Uh, construction of the Zafir underground mine is now underway. Um, it will have two parallel declines, one for haulage and one for ventilation. And the portals for these two declines are now under construction. Uh, mining Plus, our mining consultants, have recently finalized a mine design study, which we published this week. Uh, mining will be mainly by uh, conventional sub-level caving, and we've also started building the necessary surface infrastructure needed, such as the mine office, a workshop, and the heavy equipment maintenance facility. Uh, we're fast-tracking the Gilar underground mine into production, and the mine is now also under construction. The portal has been built, and we are tunneling. Uh, by fast-tracking, we're basically exploring and developing at the same time. The excellent gold graze that we returned last year for this uh, mineralization makes this feasible and is why we took the decision to build the mine in this way. The upgrade uh, to double the capacity of the flotation plant is now substantially complete and was achieved at minimal cost by clever engineering, which de-bottlenecked the existing plant by improvements to valves and pumps and some other work that they did. Uh, this was not done previously, as we did not have the crushing and the grinding capacity to feed the plant. Uh, this year, uh, we will have that capacity by redeploying the crushing and grinding circuit of the agitation leaching plant. The new flotation line that we're installing in the second half of the year is primarily to give us extra flexibility and the ability to produce zinc. And the total cost of that upgrade is around $3 million. Understood, thank you, Bill. And one of the most exciting steps taken recently, you have acquired some equipment. What can you tell us about that? Well, we haven't actually acquired it yet. Um, it's all still on order. But yes, the two mines will require significant investment and all of the equipment has now been largely ordered. Uh, the underground drilling equipment will be supplied by Epiroc and the mining fleet by Caterpillar. Uh, this will cost around $10 million in total. Uh, we have vendor financing from Epiroc and are in negotiations with Caterpillar. If all goes to plan, around $6 million will be financed. Uh, we do not need the finance at this moment. However, given that it is on offer and our future expansion plans, we felt it prudent to take it. Uh, additionally, this is our first finance deal with Caterpillar and we want to uh, establish a good track record. We're thinking that our next order may be a, a lot bigger. Lovely stuff, thank you, Bill. So perhaps you could tell us a bit about your exploration program. 
Okay, well, we're continuing our exploration program at Gedebay. Uh, we're also very active at HaHa, both drilling and rehabilitating the old Soviet uh, exploration tunnel. We believe there is considerable potential at HaHa for a new uh, copper mine. We've not yet started exploration at Garadak, and we're currently analyzing the large amount of data applied last year. Once done, we will start drilling to verify it. Um, we're also restarting exploration at Alderbad this year, and the drilling program is planned. Uh, Reza Mufarhang very recently visited Natchivan to finalize the exploration plans, and also visited the, the local government there, and that meeting went very, very uh, well. And what is it that people can expect from you in terms of guidance, Bill? Well, we've just released our production guidance at around 50 to 54,000 gold equivalent ounces, which is a little lower than last year's production of 57,600 gold equivalent ounces. However, the production mix has changed considerably with decreasing gold production offset by 60 to 70% increase in copper production. As expected, uh, we're seeing lower gold grade uh, ore from the Gadebeck and Gidebeck, so from the Gidebeck and Gadir mines as they approach the end of the line. This lower grade ore is only suitable for heat leaching and not agitation leaching. So this year, we're going to stockpile ore with high enough gold grade for agitation leaching and treat it on a campaign basis. This means that we'll process it at intervals throughout the year in batches. Uh, and this explains why our gold production will decrease this year. Um, we will not have a full year's production from the agitation leaching plant. Uh, this also explains why we built a new 5 million tonne heat leach pad last year, as this gives us the capacity to process the lower gold grade ore that uh, we're now mining. Uh, the increased capacity of the flotation plant, together with the higher copper grades as we go deeper into the open pit, explains a 60 to 70% increase in copper production that we're forecasting. As I previously said, um, we need additional crushing and grinding capacity for the expanded flotation plant. We're lucky in as much, well not lucky, we planned it well in as much the flotation plant and agitation leaching plant are integrated, so we'll lose the agitation leaching plant's crusher and grinding circuit between agitation leaching campaigns to produce feedstock for flotation. Uh, from Q4, we'll be processing ore from Gila, which contains gold, which will be extracted by agitation leaching prior to flotation. Uh, gold production should therefore increase towards the end of the year once Gila is being mined. Um, we're not planning any production from Zaffa this year. Uh, as we will now have the Gila mine, we'll use the ore from that instead because it also contains gold which maximizes uh, our production. Uh, Gosha and Vejanali are also now less of a priority given that we're now building Gilar. Uh, we've also had to redeploy some resources away from these locations. However, we're continuing to explore there and we are expecting to have some uh, minimal production this year. So continuing to explore there and continuing to invest in Libero gold and copper over in the Americas. So what's going on there? Yes, we did invest uh, this year. Um, Libero carried out two placements, totaling 3.4 million. And we contributed 
just under 700,000 to maintain our shareholding just uh, below 20%. Uh, Librero's Crown Jewel is Mokoa, which has encountered uh, permitting problems during the year uh, in respect of its drilling. Uh, there's also been the election of a new government last year, which is not regarded as particularly mining friendly. Uh, we thought long and hard about whether to take part in the two placements this year and decided that for now we would continue. Uh, the situation in Colombia is very nuanced and the government has been sending out very mixed signals, which is not unusual in Colombia. Uh, we eventually decided to invest because Ian Harris, uh, Librero's CEO, has excellent relations with all the relevant authorities. Uh, we also feel that the government may also be picking winners which might benefit this. We're also buying in at a low valuation. In total, we invested less than $1 million this year, which we can well afford. Well, just one final question from me, Bill. What is it that you think investors can expect from the company over the coming months and years? Well, we'll be a very different company at the end of the year. Uh, we'll have two new copper mines and we'll have a uh, expanded flotation plant. We believe that this year's copper production can be maintained uh, and possibly slightly increased over the next few years. Um, and we will also be producing zinc. Um, we will also have a full year's production from Gilar next year, and this should increase uh, the gold production. So, you know, we're looking forward to uh, a good year next year. Uh, regarding the outlook for the longer term, uh, we'll, be we'll be releasing a, a strategy update at the end of March with more detail. However, we're already planning a new copper production facility and carrying out more test work. Um, this is obviously we now processing capacity constrained with our copper, and you know we've got lots of uh, copper ore. So, I mean, to sum up, I mean, I think you know, given our proven ability to execute, our access to capital. Um, our concessions, the fact that we're in a, an excellent operating environment, you know, we believe that we can really ride the sort of, you know, copper electrification wave that is coming along and uh, deliver solid value to our shareholders. Well, Bill, it's been a pleasure chatting and hopefully you'll come back and give us another update before long. But until then, thank you very much for joining me today on Proactive. Okay, thank you.